This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. I wish a buck was still silver. It was back when the country was wrong. Back before Elvis and before the Vietnam War came along. Before the Beatles and yesterday, when a man could still work, still would. It's the best of the free life. Is now, and are the good times really over for good? And I we rolling downhill like a snowball headed for hell. With no kind of chance for the flag or the liberty bell. Wish a Ford and a Chevy would still last ten years like the shoe. It's the best of the free life behind us now. All the good times really over for good. Are the good times in America really over for good? That is a question that every single red-blooded American is asking themselves today. Is it over? Is America over? Can we come back to the Constitution and the foundations of the greatest country that has ever been created on the face of the planet. This is what we're going to discuss today. Can America come back? Can we bring the U.S. back together? Is it possible to recover from what I would consider about 60 years of communism encroaching into this country. Can the citizens, the patriots of America, handle the extreme fight that is necessary for America? Think about it. Think about what is going on and think about how you feel about this. If, if you're a human being in America and a patriot in America, you feel very discomfortable 
about what's happening because inside of you is patriotism for a nation that has delivered to you the ability to be who you are in freedom and the selection of your life. But now we have elitists in this country that is trying to destroy America. Is it possible that the citizens can stand up and actually take the country back? This is the primary thing that needs to happen because the politicians are not going to do this. We have to stand up. Can America come back from calamity and crisis? This is an article from the Jewish Post. Yes. I'm going to present to you an article that is written by the Jerusalem Post. It's not even our country. Other countries are looking at us and wondering if we can be the America that we were originally established to be. So take a great listen to this. America legend is built on highly imperfected people who strove to create a more perfect union and that that's the truth folks these people understood they were not perfect but they are trying and tried to create a country where it's a perfect union where everybody can get along can America come back from the brink of destruction? We all know the answer to that question. America will, of course, rebound. Again, this is from the Jerusalem Post. They believe in us, and this is why. With perhaps the sole exception of Israel, it is the most resilient nation on the earth, with the most durable citizens. But the path to recovery involves first diagnosing the problems, which is what we're not doing. Because we're listening to the mainstream media and we're not understanding what's really happening. Our ailment is not one of politics, but of values. Listen to this. Values that we've had for 200 plus years in this country. Not one of the social divide, but of principles. It is not caused by an infectious disease, but is rather a manifestation of a disease of the soul. Americans were never united by politics. Do you understand that? 
Politics doesn't unite America. Americans unite America. The first was that America is founded on the principle that all men are created equal, which is why the abomination of slavery could not continue and hundreds of thousands of Americans died to make that truism a reality. Many Americans died in this country so that everyone could be equal according to the Constitution. Obviously, that was during the Civil War. The second principle of the American Republic is law and order. We are not the French Revolution, which was characterized primarily by a mob rule. So this is not new, what's happening. It's happened throughout centuries. Mob rule. Crowds don't pull down statues. Legislators vote on them as Mississippi has now done to remove the Confederate flag from its state flag. And then action is taken because Americans voted to change this environment. Not a political or politics. It's Americans. And you don't destroy statues because it's history. And the legacy for good or bad. It's it's a symbol of how it was and how we need to go forward. And when you destroy how it was, you can't go forward. You put them in museums intact and have the museum explain the sometimes ugly history of our country and how people who fought for slavery were often lionized even after they lost. Talking about the Confederacy. But it's a history. It's an understanding. You bury that. Then the new people coming up into the country don't have an understanding of the history and why freedom is so important. The third thing that we're talking about is willingness to accept human flaws, imperfections, and limitations. Sometimes horrible ones is an honest truth that the United States has always accepted and forms our third core value. So what that means is humble. No one is perfect. And by humbling ourselves as Americans, we can improve to make it better. Last but not least, to our final American value, forgiveness and a willingness to see the good in each other and our fellow citizens. Sometimes we need a lot more of today if we are not only to survive but flourish. And that's the truth. We have to forgive the past. 
Not forget it. Forgive it. And move on. But what's happening is these people do not want to forget it. They want to keep bringing it up. They can't forgive what has happened in the past. And thus, the American citizens that are coming up through the education system, through immigration, have no idea of the past and have an understanding of where we're at today because of the past. So they are creating a false future for America based on the fact they don't understand what happened in the past. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the other side of the coin, how the leftist people think that we can bring back America, how they envision what should happen to bring America back to what it was before. I wish Coke was still cola and a joint was a bad place to be. It was back before Nixon lied to us all on TV. Before microwave ovens, when a girl still cook, still would. It's the best of the free life behind us now. Are the good back together again. This is from a website called greatergood.berkeley.edu. 
a college website. And this is how they think that we come back together. But while some might believe that the answer lies in their side winning the political fight, many others just feel hopeless that any outcome will change the dynamic. Faith in our government is at an all-time low, and divide has become wider than ever, with more and more Americans opting out of the political process. So what's to be done to change that? A guy named Mark Gerzon, an international mediator, provides some guidance in his new book, The United States of America. How can we bridge the partisan divide? While admitting things are pretty desire at the moment, he outlines some of the steps we can take as citizens and with organizations to bridge our differences and find common ground for future governance. It's important you understand that, future governance. So again, it's all about government. Fixing the divide. You understand that, right? Before the break, we talked about values. Values that have to be instilled in every citizen. That's how you fix the divide. But again, they're talking about governance, government. Gerzon speaks from experience. He has been a mediator in Washington, D.C., as well as in several international conflicts where polarization, dialogue, and stalemates are the norm, yet he has found a way forward by practicing a few practical ideas of engagement, which he insists could break the partisan divide. One important step, he argues, is refraining from the goal of politics. Instead of citizens or politicians insisting that their side has all the answers, he promotes a mediator's vision in which America can work together with people different from ourselves, to find a common ground that can strengthen the country we love. He argues that the solution to the stalemate comes from learning how to listen to others, respect and genuine openness, rather than expecting people to give up their viewpoints and win them to their side. Bringing people face-to-face with each other with civilized rules from engagement, like listening without interrupting, seeking to understand rather than debate, and entering with an open rather than closed mind, all help to promote positive relationships, he writes, which can go a long way towards improving political outcomes. So what we have here... (laughs) is the colleges using psychology. You get this? Psychology to correct the United States. Just like the leftists taking their kids when they have issues to a psychologist. 
instead of being a great parent and raising your kids right with values and morals so that when they grow up and become adults, they have the skills that are necessary to succeed in this country. But instead, what we need to do is have every citizen go see a psychiatrist on their political views. This is what they're talking about. What voters want and Americans needs are leaders who will seek relationships with their adversaries rather than control over them. Since we are not going to have a one-party rule, we need politicians who will work together. Let me repeat this, since we are not going to have one-party rule, we need politicians who will work together. That is not how the left looks at life. They want to destroy conservatism, period. They want one-party rule. They want dictatorship. And nothing that we can do as far as using our voice, can change their mind because it's not in their heart. America needs values and morals based upon the principles of God that created them before we can get back to be in America again. It's, it's really that simple. You cannot take a psychiatrist and all of their science and all that stuff and change a country back into a moral society. All you can do with a psychiatrist is tell them that they have issues and they must face the issues based upon science and not the internal heart of a human being. This is what they're talking about. The only way America will ever come back is we have to look up. We have to go back to the God that created this country and the men that put their lives to fight tyranny and evil based upon our holy God. It's really that simple. And there's nothing that's going to bring us back together without understanding that. Politicians will never, ever unite this country. They never have, and they never will. Only moral and understanding of what God has created in you will change us back. We cannot enforce society's morals through a political means. Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. Why America Sucks. This is a young kid and 
I guarantee you, when you hear this, you're going to understand the tremendous impact that these kids are making because they have no moral backbone whatsoever. They're materialistic, and it's all about them. And they hate America because they feel that America has let them down. No, they have let America down. That's how simple it is. That American citizen has let his country down by not having a moral background, backbone to do what is right in God's eyes instead of the world's eyes. So take a listen to this bonehead award. Growing up in the U.S. is like planning a vacation on a cruise ship. Throughout the whole time, you're told it's just going to be water slides and filet mignon and tropical fish. And then when it finally comes, you realize you're sitting in a cubicle on a gigantic floating nursing home, shitting your brains out from the all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet vacation went. We all know the story. You're going through high school and college with dreams of becoming a marine biologist or an archaeologist or a painter. And then before you know it, you're a divorced, balding, middle-aged, used furniture salesman who can't see the numbers when he steps on the scale over the size of his own gut. I mean, look at me. I'm, t I'm almost 23. My life is over. It's like I waited till I was 16 so I could drive. Then I waited till I was 18 so I could move out of the house. And then I waited till I was 21 so that I could finally drink. Now I'm just counting down the days till I turn 62 so I can get the senior discount on bus fare. You want to know what I do for a living? I glue little bits of rock to pieces of cardboard. And I'm damn good at it too. I plan to retire doing this. On top of all those problems in the U.S., it's the just the people you gotta live with. The people you have to live with. This is why we are in the situation that we are. Because there's no remorse. There's no forgiveness. None of these values are in these young people today. And because it's not there, this individual is what has been created. Again, he thinks that he doesn't have the opportunity to be able to be what God has created him to be. He thinks the country sucks so bad that the only way he's going to be able to progress is with this mediocre job that he has because he doesn't have the value in his heart to progress in this world. He only has what the world has taught him that you complain about everything and then eventually the government comes to save you. 
Character and competence have saved this country before, and it can again. We have to put that back into the education system to bring our kids into an environment that they have the character and the competence to be great citizens in this country instead of individuals that are relying upon this utopia environment that the politicians and the government, not only in the United States, but in the world is creating. It's constant control. It's putting individuals in their mind in places where they belong. In China, 70% of the population, 70% of the population have no forward, upward ability because the government and the school system puts them in categories. If you're not smart enough, you can't go to college. So you got to go do tires or whatever it is. I don't necessarily like Disney, but I love this story. The guy who created Disney was discharged with a dishonorable discharge from the army. But he created this great business because he knew that inside of him, he had the ability to progress in this country. And this is what we need to teach our kids. Not the fact that the color of their skin will limit them, no matter who they are, to be able to progress in this country. Share the podcast far and wide. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Gunny out.